Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are in the world and whatever day this is for you, welcome to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I am joined today by my fabulous, practically I could ca start calling her my co-host, my guest co-host, <laughs> Rioa Fortner. Hi, Rioa. Hi, Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell we're already having no fun because it really sucks to be a radio host. <laughs> oh, it's just a horrible job. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, if, if, you know, you need to come join us in the chat room. Um, if you're on the homepage of a2zen.fm, that's a, the number two, zen.fm, which you probably already are at some point if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> and you're listening live, please click on the word chat room in the red bar near the top of your screen. Give yourself a name. It can be yours or anyone else's. And join us in the chat room. There's no secret passcode and there's no trick to getting in. And um, you can never tell what's going to show up in the chat room. It's always really interesting to see the conversations that take place. <laughs> so sometimes they're directly involved with the topic of the show, and sometimes they're not. And pretty much in all cases, they are a massive contribution to the conversation going on. So, And thank you to all the amazing people who have already joined us in the chat room. You're awesome. No <laughs> one even has the name awesome. That's how right. How awesome is that? Oh, okay. <laughs> so today, folks, um, I don't know if anyone can relate to our topic. Uh, we're we're talking about stop the awareness bus and let me off. Please, <laughs> special guest Rio Fortner, and um, special guest. Yeah, yes. special. You're my special guest now. I'm a special guest. <laughs> so is that like special needs? This, but, uh, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. Specific needs, we can we can negotiate. Hey, do we <laughs> But how freaking aware are we, really, Rioa? So, do you ever feel like you want to escape your awareness? Have you ever made your awareness your enemy? I can't relate oh, to that. Oh, yes. um, in fact, I just I just um I just wrote this very vulnerable article. I actually, you about that, yeah, yeah. I wrote it's it's titled "The Day I Didn't Kill Myself," and um, it it's very recent and um it was it's oh how do i let's just say i was so i've made my awareness um wrong in a lot of areas of my life and i've become mm -hmm. becoming more and more aware <laughs> of all the places i've been using it against me and made it an enemy and something that i've tried to push away and shove away and hide from and because it's uncomfortable and and quite frankly for me, sometimes awareness, it's incredibly painful when I'm not in allowance of it and not mm -hmm. in allowance of what it's trying to tell me because mm -hmm. I'm trying to fix everything. Because mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone else here is a healer of magnitude or aware of, ma you know, and we have these it, simultaneously, the simultaneous experience of both wanting to heal the world, right? Mm -hmm. um, and and um, out of this utter utter kindness, but at the same time, not being an allowance of people's choices is total superior yeah. bitch from hell. So I am both. 
in, which in, makes for such an easy life, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> so I've got this immense amount of kindness and caring for the world, right? Yeah. That I turn around and turn into superior bitchness by trying to fix everybody. And I want everyone to be happy and I want everyone to not be in pain and not hurt. But that's not um, – that's not a kindness because it's, their life is their choice. And by taking, like, basically I'm Satan. Like, if you go back to the Bible, <laughs> Satan wanted to take people's choices away so that they would just all be happy. So now I am know. Satan. Now There's I know. I'm interesting. Ooh, let's play yes, with that. So I am, yeah, I am the bitch from Satan or from now, heaven. we have a great question yes. from Kara. Could you be the superior <laughs> bitch from heaven? I'm liking that. I think I'm going to get a T-shirt that says that. Look out. <laughs> here comes a superior bitch from heaven. Yes. <laughs> I think I could wear that. That totally resonates. Oh, my gosh. It, um, it does, doesn't it? It's beautiful. I like the energy of that. Thank you, Cara. <laughs> so Cara will be creating a, another business very soon uh, with, you know, very trendy, cool sayings to wear on T-shirts. And um, <laughs> I, I foresee, like, at least a million dollars in that one. So come on, Cara. Yes, at least. Woo! How aware is Cara? <laughs> and we're talking about Cara Wright, ladies and gentlemen. Another – she's our currently – wearing her producer hat for this show. Uh, I've also invited her to jump on if at any point she would like to do that. And she's also another one of our uh, fabulous hosts here on A2Zen, which mm -hmm. I also forgot to mention about Miss Rioa, who has the fabulous show Simply Being here on A2Zen, another one of my fabulous host colleagues. Um, yeah, how, how lucky are we to play with such amazing, aware, and awesome people on this amazing station? Oh, my goodness. Constantly, um, constantly. Total, total <laughs> yeah, so let's play with uh, something you said. Um, <clears throat> and I think this is really part of, well, <laughs> what is my awareness? <laughs> my awareness is this is a part of this kind of uh, treadmill we put ourselves on of insanity around our awareness, is we make it mean something that it actually doesn't really mean. Um, mm -hmm. We buy into all of these inventions and assignments and misidentifications of awareness and and what it either what it means or what we have to do with it or what it it makes us obligated to and yeah. i love that and you it, brought up satan yeah, <laughs> and one of the one of the one of the things i've heard gary say over and over and over and i've gotten it at different times little mm -hmm. pieces of it but mm -hmm. you don't have to do anything with your awareness Exactly. There's nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so let's play with the word Satan because it kind of ties in. Okay. Um, I have the amazing blessing fortune of having uh, gotten to play a bit and, and getting to play a bit with the work of Dr. Rocco Errico. And he has uh, devoted his life to the translation of the – well, he, he actually hasn't translated. He worked with Dr. Dorrance Amsa, who actually initially – did one of the few translations of the text from the original Aramaic language uh, that have been turned into various and sundry scriptures. Um, and what's very interesting is one of the things in the first presentation I saw him give was he really makes a point, and it seems so simple, and yet we like it gets rolled over with a bulldozer quite often. Um, he really worked from what the context of the period of the life of Jesus was in the Near Eastern culture. Mm -hmm. And so it's truly fascinating. Um, one of the points he makes um, is that the word Satan actually is derived from the word Sata, which actually means crooked thought. And crooked in the Near thought. Eastern 
culture, in the Near Eastern context, if someone were to be using that word, and now if anyone, you know, I'm not putting this out necessarily for debate. This is just, this is my awareness and how energy kind of runs for me. Um, but how often, so if someone were using this in a statement, they would actually be referring to a crazy thought. Like, oh, you're being a crazy person. Oh my gosh. You know, it's kind of how in this day and age we would say, stop being so silly. Stop being ridiculous. Stop acting crazy. So it really has not as much to mean or to do with something awful, evil, and horrible happening to you or with you being awful, evil, and horrible. It actually has more to do with, oh, that what a ridiculous thought. Do I need to keep that thought? Is that really working for me? And then we choose. <laughs> and how right. often do we do that about our awareness? We We make our awareness mean something awful about us because we're aware of it and we've immediately, the moment we get this sense of our awareness, we've immediately turned it into something real and true about us. Right. Because, you know, we are, we, we, you know, if, if we've got a saying in access that I called a mind tripper and mm-hmm. um, someone who's like identified themselves or, or really like goes in their head a lot. And that's a lot of how they operate from, which is me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think that's why I go to crazy town. Um, mm-hmm. Which is which would be the equivalent of Seta, mm-hmm. if I'm saying that correctly. I joke it's around Sataville. and say Setaville. <laughs> yes, I often go to Satanville, um, and not often. Actually, that's that's not true. That's just a joke. But when I do go to, I go, but I don't. I don't live there anymore. But I used right. to live in Satanville, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and um, but oh, and just a side note because I'm a little ADHD. Um, mm-hmm. Just because it's fun for me to say that, I don't know if it's true or not. Um, <laughs> sorry, but you know, Satan was the most beautiful angel in heaven, it, it, and so true. I will that's claim true. and own that mm-hmm. for sure. There you, you go. Know. Yeah, so I'm going to claim. What if you're superior bitch from heaven? How cool is that? Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. And you know, if you're gonna be Satan, at least have a really good time with it. That's right. Seriously. And look good doing it. Mm-hmm. And look good doing it, yeah. <laughs> but I really do think I and I I heard I've heard this um, years and years ago from um, a, a Buddhist uh, monk, and that suffering happens between the ears, and um, it's because of the way all the things we make mean. And I think one of the hardest, and easiest, believe it or not, yes, simul- I I have this thing I call simultaneous experiences. That yes, yeah. something can be both really extremely hard and really easy all at the same time um, is that it's, it's my, I did this to me. <laughs> I made this choice and um, I acknowledging that being that vulnerable with myself that, wow, I chose all this suffering. I chose to put myself in this place of crazy town. I chose all of this um, is incredibly hard but once you do it, and once you're you're really, it's really easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and I've heard people say, "Oh, you're so courageous. You're willing to look at all your stuff and really dive into it and change it." And it's to be honest, it's not courage. It's 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 that or die. And I know that really probably sounds pretty extreme, but it has nothing to do with courage. It's that I really want to be on this planet and I really want to make a difference. And um, if I let all this other stuff get in the way, if I let my awareness be my enemy, if I let my emotions and mind and all of that be more powerful and potent and strong than me, I'm not going to be on the planet anymore. And I'm not going to be able to make a difference. 
And so, yes, there are those times I'm like, stop, 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 stop. Let me off this bus. It hurts too much. Mm-hmm. And then I dive in and I reach out and I look at it and I'm willing to own and acknowledge my part in it, in choosing it, in what I've made things mean. And I'm willing to let go of mm-hmm. the judgment around it, the pain around it, the suffering around it, and clear the energy. I use a lot of access tools and I use some other things as well. And I get really present with me again. I expand out. I look for the me that's me. And I, I don't know if that makes sense, but I, I expand out and I look for the energy that's Rioa. Not not the persona, not who I am on this planet, but the energy of the infinite me. I tap into that, I invite it in, I expand it out, and I step back into it more fully. And I may have to do this over and over and over again for the rest of the time on this planet. Mm-hmm. And there's such an ease when I'm there that I'm totally willing to do that. <laughs> yes. And I love that this week's question, the show, even though um, we, and for anyone who's not aware, we, Rio and I were originally looking at next week for our conversation, and then we did some juggling due to some other uh, variables in this equation. And it, but it felt light to run with it today. So I quickly put together a graphic late last night, early this morning, um, to put up an event on social media. And <clears throat> what was interesting is to ask the show each week a question. What question does it want to ask? And the one that came up this week is, are you making your awareness your destroyer? And it was interesting, that word destroyer. Uh, the first word that I that kind of came up for that was, your, are you making your awareness your enemy? And then it changed very quickly, and it had a much stronger read uh, with the question phrased as, are you making your awareness your destroyer? And as you were talking and and mentioning about choice, that it, it actually is choice, I'm perceiving, uh, my awareness is, that a lot of people who have a bit of reaction to that, like, why would I choose to make myself crazy? Why would I choose to have an awful life? Why would I choose to hurt myself? Why would I choose? Why would I choose this? Why would I choose this if it's something so awful? Um, so first of all, everything that that's bringing up for everybody, if it's bringing up stuff for you around all of that, could you take a breath and would you be willing to let go of all of your points of view about what it means to choose something and would you let go, be willing to let go of all of the points of view, known or unknown, about what awareness is and how aware you're allowed to be and how aware are you truly? And are you making your awareness your destroyer? Or have you done that at any point in your life? And if so, would you be willing to change that now? Yes, well, yes, yes. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what if it doesn't have to be difficult, painful, complicated, awful? And what if you don't have to suffer? And as Riola was saying, every time she found herself or finds herself in that space or in that weirdness or in that awkwardness, another word we say is crunchiness, <laughs> um, you know, when things basically are like having total train wreck in your universe, would you be willing to acknowledge it, first of all? And and that's really kind of where you start with, Rioa, it sounds like. It's, uh, and I know I do that. It's like until I'm willing, until and unless I'm willing to a- acknowledge, okay, wait a minute, this is not me. This mm-hmm. is This is just not me, and I know it's not me. 
really nothing can shift. Or if it does shift, it, there's really a limited amount of shift and change that can occur until and unless I'm willing to, first of all, acknowledge my awareness. Whether I know what my awareness is or not in that five seconds, acknowledging it will actually change it. So if we were going to be offering tools to you today, which we kind of are <laughs> for anybody who would <laughs> like some, I would say the first step and the first tool is to simply acknowledge, wow, what am I aware of? Mm-hmm. And, and you don't and, need a cognitive knowing. Absolutely. No expectation of a cognitive answer. Now, we have our awareness and we have our cognitive awareness, and there is a bit of a difference. Mm-hmm. When, when we're talking about, when we're saying the word awareness, we are actually talking about the infiniteness of what you can perceive, what you can know, what you can be, and what you can receive. Not simply through the barriers of your, your skin, <clears throat> through the energy of all of you. And then when we're talking about cognitive awareness, we are talking about what you're bringing into your cognition when you are recognizing information or remembering information or data and bringing it into your conscious knowing. Mm-hmm. And so and oftentimes people, and I, I say this a lot on the show and in pretty much every conversation, I'm talking about our beyond cognitive knowing. And so there there are some differences. And you know what? Each of us has to kind of play with what that is for us, is what I find in working in my own life and working with, with people that I work with. Um, because it's Can different. I jump in? Yeah. yeah, and if it doesn't if it doesn't look like what you think it is for someone else, like yeah. you listen to Keisha and I on the radio right now, and it it appears that we're doing it a certain way, um, don't it doesn't have to look or be that way for you. It doesn't even have to sound the same for you. That your questions exactly. don't have to sound the same. Your awareness doesn't. And so when it isn't the same, don't don't use that as a way to hurt yourself yes. <laughs> through judgment. Please, please, please. Just is this my way of knowing? Is this my way of being aware? And mm-hmm. allow that. And then I, I, real quick, I just wanted to say one little thing about choice. Is that all right? Yes, please. So one of the things that, that really I feel stick a lot of people is what if some of your choices aren't cognitive choices? What mm-hmm. if they're secret hidden choices that you've made or promises or things that you said to yourself as a child or things that you said deep, deep, deep inside that it's a choice outside of I'm going to put my shoes on right now. It's mm-hmm. not that kind of choice. So, yes, I I used to really resist because I think, why would I choose? Why would I choose crazy town? Why would I choose suffering? Why would I choose whatever? Mm-hmm. And some of those choices, most of those choices have not been at a cognitive level. So mm-hmm. I think if you can take a look at that, like, where have I hidden this choice for myself? And, and did I even make this choice as an adult? Did I make this choice while I was asleep? Did I make this choice as a child? Did I even make this choice in this lifetime? Because you may not have. Yeah. And if you're willing to look too even at that, it can start to shift things away from your resistance around the word choice. Because what if choice isn't exactly the way you've defined it? Yes, yes. Oh, we have some juicy stuff coming up in the chat room. We have all kinds of beautiful energy bubbling up in the universe. So this is a fabulous moment, I think, maybe my awareness is <laughs> we could go to our break and i'm just i would like to invite everyone to begin to ask if you're not doing this already just begin to ask wow how aware am i truly and what if everywhere you have been unwilling 
to really have a sense of that, to really have a knowing of that, to at least beginning to have a sense or a knowing of your awareness, would you be willing to choose something different consciously now? Yeah. Yes, you yes, guys are yes. awesome. <laughs> so, wow, we are riding this fabulous awareness bus into a whole new town. You are listening to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I'm here today with my fabulous guest co-host, Rioa Fortner. We're talking about awareness, and we're just having some awareness and getting to some new awareness, and we'll have more awareness when we come back from the break in just a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, in the U.K. at 033-0001, 0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now back to our show. <laughs> and that's Lily bringing us back in. For those of you who don't know, Lily is my cohort in consciousness and radio hosting, and she is my cat. She's one of the cats I work with. Um, one of the amazing feline creators that I have the privilege of co-creating with, and how does it get even more awesome than that? <laughs> um, and you, if you listen to the show at all, you, you have heard me refer to her many times. Um, and part of what we play with is around awareness. Uh, when I am communicating with Lily and when Lily is communicating with me, 
Um, it really happens more from the space of awareness. It's not anything that I can cognitively explain or define. And so it's kind of an example of where awareness comes in and ways that our awareness uh, can actually create and, and generate something greater for us, with us, as us, through us. Um, <clears throat> so, Riola, over the break, um, there was some fabulous stuff going on in the chat. Uh, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who is contributing to the chat conversation. It's amazing. Um, yeah, I love what you were talking about with a realization that you have that you actually you share it in your article. And if folks want to find this article, you can actually come to a2zen.fm. And if you scroll down on the home page, you will find a section that you can actually uh, click on different articles. Um, and Rio's article is listed there. And one of the things you mentioned is you came to this awareness that you became healthy with the facilitation and the support of other people. And then you kind of realized you were actually having this unconscious sort of point of view that you were trying to then stay healthy or you needed to stay healthy on your own. Do you want to talk about that a bit? Yes, I think um, <laughs> the, the the danger of a title <laughs> or a definition, you know, um, mm. acknowledging myself as a healer was a really huge step for me. And then, you know, becoming an access consciousness facilitator and NLP trainer and a lot of the different titles that I had, it's like, well, now I'm the expert, therefore I should, and don't we love our shoulds, uh, I should <laughs> therefore have all these tools in my toolbox that I no longer, quote, unquote, need anyone else. And, again, should be able to do this on my own because I now have all these tools. And if I can't, then that somehow means I'm not really a very good healer. I am not really a very good access consciousness facilitator. Mm. And on and on and on into this this mm -hmm. really ugly Mobius strip of lies. Yeah. <laughs> and to yeah. be honest, those lies that I bought almost killed me. You know, yeah. um, I, I allowed those things to become so, um, you know, if I don't do this on my own, I'm weak. If I don't mm -hmm. continue to stay healthy and stand strong, then somehow I'm less. Um, mm -hmm. If I have to lean on someone else to reach out and, oh, my gosh, like, how silly, like, so really silly of me. So I've, I'm actually working with a coach now. Um, I've reached out to my fabulous others at work, which would be you and Kara and Carol and Christine when I need something or I'm, I just need some energy or I, I need some support. Mm -hmm. And I realize I really have a lot of wonderful, amazing people in my life that are willing to be there for me. Mm -hmm. And and I don't have to do this on my own. And so what So what if I weren't any of those things, you know? Yeah. Um, does that make me any less? And it absolutely does not. Yeah. But again, and how much, okay, and then this part is goes back into the awareness thing. How much am I picking up because I, I bought a title, so then I start stepping into the awareness of everyone else with that title, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm picking up all the points of view mm -hmm. and beliefs and judgments and conclusions of everyone else who is a, has defined themselves as a healer. Mm -hmm. So I've somehow um, become aware of all these things where they have to do it on their own or they're this or that. Not realizing that probably 90% of that crap isn't even mine. Yeah. <laughs> Making it so real that it's now how I operate and where I operate from, and it's not even me. Yeah. Yeah. And 
crazy. Like what we do to ourselves, it really is. It's like, are you willing to be your own Jesus instead of your Satan? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm, if you're a Christian mm-hmm. and you find that offensive, I, I apologize, but try to get the energy of what I'm saying. Uh, and if yeah. you, if Jesus, Satan doesn't work for you, but are you willing to be your own hero instead of your own enemy? Mm-hmm. If that works better Beautiful. for you, because yeah. you know these tools aren't meant to exclude any particular um, belief system, mm-hmm. and because I don't share that particular one, I can be a little cavalier about it. So, yeah. for yeah. that, you know, I just like to say that we're, we're not. I'm not trying to make fun. It's just yeah. that's not where I'm operating from. So I, I, I don't always, you know, operate yes. or. It's it's a it's about playing with the energy. Yes, yeah. yes. So and and of course there is quite a bit of energy on the stories that are uh, in the many of the different texts and scriptures of different cultures. Yes. And and really what's interesting is their stories, now this is my awareness and how I kind of see things in the world, but so what's so bizarre to me, one of the really bizarre things, is there are stories that at the very heart of the story, it is about being in your awareness of how amazing you truly are and what a gift and contribution you actually are to the greater, to the whole, to the entirety of existence. And yet, so many of those stories are actually used to separate us and divide us. Mm-hmm. And how, how, how much living can we truly be doing and choosing when we're trying to shut off the very thing that is our navigation. Right. When, when we're trying like to separate from our awareness. Not having a compass and the clouds are covering the stars. Mm-hmm. And you're in a ship and trying to navigate. Yeah. And yeah. can you ever not be aware? This is the part I think, well, I see a lot of the insanity created out of this this thing that many of us try to do is to shut the awareness off. You know, yeah. and and then we can have a whole conversation about addictions and all the ways we try to shut up our awareness or tone it down or turn it off or shut it out or separate from it. How and, empty would our asylums be? Oh my gosh! How yeah. empty would they be if people were taught to use their awareness oh and my that gosh. what they're feeling and thinking and those voices in their heads really aren't theirs yeah. and to use that as a tool instead of. Yeah. You know, and then if you think of the ancient world, a lot of people with things like what I was diagnosed with was bipolar and and mm-hmm. schizophrenia and all those other things, they were the shamans and the mm-hmm. healers, and they were revered. Mm-hmm. And Until it's amazing. They were called evil. Right, right. Yeah. And it's again all perception, isn't it? It's yeah, really it's our so perceptions amazing. create our reality. So are you willing to reperceive? Are you willing to change how you look at yes. things? And yes. are you willing to use your awareness to do that? Yeah. Wow. Alan asked a really good question earlier, and I really want to go back and try to find it. Oh, it was so yummy. Um, Hold on. I'm scrolling, scrolling. He put a few zingers up on the chat. Yeah, he really did. Um, (laughs) How aware is Alan? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Alan Jones is another one of our fabulous hosts here on A to Zen, and how honored are we to have you playing with us today? Hello. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, here it is. And what else is possible with our awareness if we would be willing to acknowledge it fully that we've never even considered before? How can we use our awareness to our advantage rather than define it as a burden to limit and contract ourselves? Exactly. Beautiful. And you know what? If that's what you're doing, there's not a wrongness there. 
It's just you're choosing right now, and would you be willing to choose something else? So let's talk about some practical application of awareness. Oh, do we have to? (laughs) (laughs) No, it'd totally be fine. I don't know how to practically apply our awareness. Really? It's my it's my inner it's my inner inner smartass coming out. You can you can just oh go for it. No no no. Well, it's a beautiful example of how like how quickly we go and uh, how many times a day do I do this? I go to that place of having an awareness, or I I have a moment of awareness, and then I go to that place of. Oh, I'm I'm just going to put it off for five minutes, or no, I'm not going to act on it in this moment because I'm really busy doing something else. Right. Plus, and if you yet, give me tools, I I will feel like I have to use them. Exactly. And I I'm really enjoying my poop pile right now. It's fun for and me. This trauma and trauma is making my life not so boring. And not my life is. Yeah, I I I don't I I I want to have trauma drama so I won't be bored, and then I I don't have to watch the soap operas because I can just live it. So don't give me any tools. No. <laughs> No so tools. <laughs> one of the popular things that I see is in social media. So let's talk a little bit about social media. Okay. How? Yes. So I notice that, um, and I, I may be the only one, I kind of sense that I'm not, um, but the more I choose to kind of play in the public arena, the more I am putting myself into the world a bit more visibly and audibly, I notice um, – it attracts a little bit of attention, and and so on Facebook, uh, I have a personal page and I have my Living Well page, and um, and I'm still kind of playing with learning how to really utilize my professional page. Uh, so in the meantime, I'm gaining friends on my personal page, which I love. I'm always excited to see friend requests. And when, one of the interesting things is I get <laughs> I seem to get quite a number of friend requests from. Um, some folks that I'm like, what on earth made you send me a friend request? <laughs> it's just like this strange, you know, kind of like, uh, for some reason, brigadier past gen- brigadier generals seem to be in my universe right now. And, of course, I'm wondering if perhaps that's people pretending to be past brigadier generals, um, creating faux profiles on Facebook. Um, and so that's one of the places where awareness could actually work in our favor, And what I've begun to do is just sort of look at the friend request, and I usually will go to that person's page and see what's on it. And how aware are we from, like, the first two seconds of seeing someone's page and really seeing a photo? What awareness are we actually receiving, if we're allowing that? What awareness is coming up in our universe about this potential friend the person who's asking if we would like to be their Facebook friend. And I'm getting a lot of requests from, you know, people that I've never met. And uh, I know Facebook does this, you know, they put up these people you might know and, you know, suggested friends, you know. (laughs) And I think that's very interesting that Facebook is giving us counsel on who to become friends with. And in some cases, I have lots of friends in common with the person that they're putting up on my screen. And in other cases, I have no friends or maybe two friends that I also really haven't met in person in common. And I find it interesting, this whole trend of, you know, lots of friend requests. And I get that a lot of people just friend a lot of people so they can have like lots of friends on Facebook. And for me, it doesn't, that doesn't really quite blow my hair back. I, I would actually like to have a little bit of an awareness about the people that I'm connecting with. So so what do you find 
with your awareness, Rhea, with your friend requests. <laughs> I, I, I kind of, I've been playing a game with that, actually. I look at it, and I see what, light or heavy, and then I open up the, the page, um, and one of the first things that I'll notice is if it's all women, mm-hmm. and they have no male friends, and sometimes it's just all access consciousness women. And, and um, I'm like, okay, that was, yeah, it was, it's usually a guy. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, that's a, that. And then they don't have anything personal information. And for, just for fun, a couple of times I've, I've accepted their friends request. And then I start getting, I want to be your friend. You're so beautiful. Will you marry me? And um, it's just kind of re it's like, for me, it was like a little, oh, yep, I was right. Like I'm, I'm learning to use my awareness. I've been using it as a kind of a fun little tool to yeah. reinforce what I know. And so yeah. now when I open the page and I look at their friends and if, again, pretty much now, if it's all women, I usually get the, the, it's not light from the very mm-hmm. beginning and that's just a really great reinforcement and then they get the ignore button. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so isn't it interesting because you, you even said this, it's like how quickly we get an awareness. Mm-hmm. And, and for anybody who's got a tilted puppy dog head or who might be having some reaction to what we're saying or noticing a little bit of pushback this is not about making your awareness right or wrong and how often do we try to do that before we even realize that that's what we're doing because awareness happens so quickly awareness is our state of existence Mm -hmm. and so and you can choose against what you're aware of and there's nothing wrong with that and there's nothing wrong with that and when i i get that we're really kind of taught it's really modeled to us to make some type of conclusion about our awareness pretty much instantaneously mm-hmm. like oh it's a that's a good thing or that's a bad thing okay well yes we spend a lot of time doing that and one of the points that i would really like to put out into the universe is do you realize how aware you are and so in the case of for example facebook friend requests when you see a photo when you click on your little notification thing and you see that so-and-so has sent you a friend request, it's like, what if you could just, like what Rio and I are talking about, play with acknowledging what your awareness is. Play with beginning to notice your awareness. And not so that you can do something great or not great. It's, it's not about making you choose a specific way or making you not accept any more friend requests on Facebook. It's really about what if you allowed your awareness to work for you in these cases? How many stories are we hearing about people who create fake profiles with the intention of finding people to not be kind to on Facebook? Um, And what if your awareness could actually work for you? What if no matter what it was, if you open up a friend request on Facebook or on any social media and you get that heebie-jeebie kind of feeling in your body or you get that heebie-jeebie kind of ripple in your universe, what if you could acknowledge that and simply be able to trust, hey, I don't, I'm not getting that it's really a contribution to friend this person right now. Yeah. And, and what if there was no wrongness in that? And what if, what if just being aware of when you choose against it too, what that created, without yeah. a right or wrong. Like I've had hits, and and this seems probably like to grab my coat or grab my umbrella or grab my gloves or grab something right before I leave the house, mm-hmm. and I think, oh, you know, I don't have time to go grab it, and then I'll I will have needed that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or or hey, stop for gas now, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I wait, and then mm-hmm. I'm you know 
panic because I'm about to run out. Like those little things that we, those little little hits of awareness. Now those are those are little ones that we can start playing with and growing. And then mm-hmm. you, you can start building that into, like, when you walk into a room and all of a sudden you don't feel very good about yourself. Is that yours? Mm-hmm. Or are you just aware that someone or some ones in that room are having a, a really bad moment and, and lack of esteem in that in that 10 seconds? Yeah, yeah. You so know? let's talk about more yeah. of this when we come back. We're going to do a quick break. Oh, wow, so much awareness. How cool is that? <laughs> you are listening to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and today we are talking about awareness with the amazing and so incredibly aware Rioa Fortner. And we will be right back after these messages. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life. And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, in the U.K. at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome forward, back. Thank you for joining us again. And if you're just joining us, you are listening to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. And I am your host, Keisha Clark. And I am having the delightful adventure today of speaking and visiting with Rioa Fortner, my my basically guest co-host. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we are talking about awareness. And can we, can the- we welcome Dosi Do? Oh, welcome Dosi Do. Yeah, just because, you know, I people, they say, oh, don't go backwards. But, you yes. know, a lot of really fun dances, you, you step back for a moment yeah. and step yeah. sideways. And so, <laughs> like, what if we can be, what if we can be do-si-do and waltzy? I like that. And, it is a and, dance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How does it get even funner? Wow. So, <laughs> so we're talking about practical application yeah. uh, of our awareness. And, and really, one of the kind of, things that's sort of blinking at me right now, waving at me, is part of the resistance that I can say I have had in my life to my awareness when I was not choosing to be conscious of my awareness or even acknowledge how aware I truly am, um, is the awareness of what my choices create. It's like Mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to make choices without being tuned in. So almost like making choices passively rather than 
actively in my life, in my own life. And this is not this is before I even got to making choices to do with anyone else. So how's how's that been for you, Rio? Everything that you've the adventures you've had in your life. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, there's been so many. And long before access, like, um, there's just sometimes I just knew. Like, there was no um, no thinking involved. It was just, I just knew. I'd, and I would just do that. And um, it's usually when I wasn't thinking and I was just really being in the moment. And this is not how I would have talked about it then. Um, mm-hmm. But... Some of the uh, best choices I've ever made are ones that people look at now and are like, you were in the Air Force? <laughs> you were you were a Mormon for a while? Yeah. This, and those were cognitive choices I made. You know, I, I, I became a Mormon in college and um, chose that for quite a few years. And um, where I was at in my life, oh, my gosh, I really um, – it was it was the best decision I had at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. And it – and it's probably one another reason why I'm still on the planet. Like my awareness was so amazing that, Oh, you don't have very good tools right now with crazy town. (laughs) And so here we're going to put you in this um, religion. That's very structured. That's going to help you stay safe until, Mm. until you come onto the thing. That's where you're meant to be. Recognize. Yeah. Yeah. And so I look back at all my decisions and, um, and the choices and most of them, uh, the big ones, believe it or not, almost all of them, um, were through really great awareness that I wasn't even cognitive about. It was just trusting that that little voice, what I would call that little voice of just knowing in my head. And I was really lucky. My mom taught me really young that if it's not a definite yes, it's a no. And she used to use that with shopping. Mm-hmm. And um, like if, if everything in you, when you go to pick up a top, if it's not like, oh, my gosh, I love this, it's a definite yes, then it's a no and put it back. But I started using that in everything. If it's not a definite awesome. yes, then it's a no. And so that was my light heavy before I had light heavy. <laughs> cool. How does it get awesomer than that? I mean, yeah. it, it's so cool how we get these pieces of information. You know, so you had awareness. You were actually functioning from an awareness, regardless of whether you could, you know, acknowledge it or you could call it that. It's I I love that there's really no wrong way for us to be us mm-hmm. no. and for us to have our life and create our life it's like when you're if and when you're able to really allow yourself to be in the awareness of what your choice creates and not have a point of view about it if you could just let yourself look at it you know mm-hmm. i chose this relationship and then i see like what got created and i and if i'm willing to however willing i am to be however honest i'm willing to be with myself mm-hmm at whatever point I'm willing to choose that, I can actually see what that choice created, the many things it created. And some of the things it might have created, if you're looking at a relationship in particular, it may have created some wonderful, wonderful creations for you and that person. It may have also created some choices that, or or you making some choices that if you had not been in that relationship, you might not have made. And perhaps, you actually desire to be making those choices. Mm-hmm. So if that relationship is not any longer happening, how does it get even better? Right. Would you and be willing to make the choice now? And what yes. else? Yes. Oh, just just don't make yourself wrong for us. Choices no, in the past. Please don't. Like, yes. and, and don't make, like, if you're in the, oh, so, oh, sorry, this is just a, 
So um, if you're on, if you're in a place of choice right now, what if you could choose something different without making what you're choosing now a wrongness yeah. or a rightness in order to give yourself permission for the choice? Yeah. Would you be willing just to give yourself permission to be you and choose what's light and right for you? Yes. Without yeah. having to make the old partner, the old job, the old choice yeah. of wrongness to justify. Yeah. What if you never had to justify another choice ever again? Yeah. And and please know we're not necessarily talking about, well, I am very aware they are an asshole. <laughs> right. You can be aware of that. You can actually be aware of where other people are functioning from, and you don't have to have a point of view about that either. Right. And that is what we refer to as allowance often in the in the body of work that we call Access Consciousness, which you can find out lots about if you go to accessconsciousness.com. Um, and, and a lot of people, there's a lot of misidentification of both awareness and allowance. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, what if you what if you could spend one day choosing consciously to go into absolutely no wrongness and every moment you caught yourself doing it, you could get your, you could just ask a question to come back out and choose to stop it. And what if you could spend a day having no judgment about the choices you've made in your life and the choices you're making that day? Yeah. And I'm I, I'm still getting this like that initial stop the awareness bus I want to get off like wow yeah. if it's that if it yeah. that sounds like a hell of a lot of work like why would I want to go through my each Facebook and ask all those questions and uh yeah. that just totally. okay so again <laughs> what if that doesn't work for you and you choose what works for you exactly. what if you don't have to do awareness or ask questions or do those things and what if those questions can be something instantaneous that isn't cognitive yeah cuz what if your awareness is you don't want to do that right now right That could be your awareness. And how does it get even better than that? You can still choose. So so what if being present with your awareness, regardless of what information it is bringing you, is something you could be willing to choose? Even if your awareness is you don't like being so aware. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gentle. What if you were willing to be gentle with you? Yeah. And real, we're in our last few minutes. I know we go at like warp speed on these shows. And would you let folks know how to get in touch with you? Because you do all kinds of amazing facilitation and classes. And so please let folks know where to go to find you. Sure. I have a website. It's www.rioa.com. Well, how do you spell Rioa? That's a weird <laughs> name. That is R-I-O. H-A, Rioa.com, and you can also reach me at Rioa at Rioa.com. Um, I have a page here on A to Zen, and you can go to the magazine here to read my articles. Um, I'm also on Facebook at Simply Being with Rioa, and um, you can also give me a buzz at 720-336-3269. Um, I'm also on Skype at Rioa.Fortner. And um, you can friend me there as well. So, yeah, lots of ways to get a hold of me and play. Oh, Rio, will you be my friend? Yes, I will. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. How much fun can we have with our awareness? How much fun would it be if we were just on the street and we started doing what we do on Facebook? Hi, I like your picture. I like the way you look. Would you be my friend? Just hit like. We can hand little like things out to people. 
and, and we could have big cue cards with the emoticons on there for stickers. Yeah. Welcome yeah. somebody and flash a sticker. <laughs> we could we could have one of those little LED things we just carry around right. and put it on our shoulder and program it. Right. What would yeah. that create? I and our oh oh we could have a T-shirt. Got awareness. Yeah, I love that. And I still want one of the shirts with Kara's slogan on there. So, I do too. So are you willing to be a superior bitch from heaven? Yes. Yeah. Are you? I love that. Yes. Yes. Are you I willing? Am. Are you willing? So willing. To, are you willing to be aware even when you don't like what your awareness is showing you? I hmm? am. Yes, I am. I okay. may say curse words <laughs> and I may stamp my feet and I may scream a few minutes, but I and I am willing to be that and have that and choose that. Yes. And what I would like to leave everybody with one little tool, okay? Yes. Because a lot of this, we are, we, oh, so awareness, you feel it in your body, you think it in your mind, you get a sensation, right? We think it's ours. And, and so I'm going to give you something. There's the who does this belong to tool, return to sender, but also go into you, get, get the sense of you, the energy of you. Does it match that? If not, it's not yours. Ignore it. Do the mm-hmm. for your awareness. Be aware of it, breathe through it, and realize it's not yours and you don't have to give it any more of your attention unless you want to. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful, amazing creators, potent beyond measure. Whether you are willing to be aware of all of it or not really isn't the point. Perhaps it's just about what are you willing to be aware of. So Mm -hmm. if you feel like you are a hostage on the bus of awareness, <laughs> the awareness bus. When you're having that, would you be willing to ask a question? Just like what Rio was saying. Who does yeah. this belong to? Universe, show me the energy of me right mm-hmm. now. And, and what would it take for me to have more ease with all of this? And yes, Rio? Reach out. If you're yeah. having a if you're if you're feeling stuck in that, reach out. Yeah. Reach out. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Rioa, I adore you, and I'm so grateful to get to play with you as my guest you know. and my guest co-host. And <laughs> how does it get even better? And what contribution can each of us be to improve, increasing the receiving of our awareness with total ease and magic? Have a fabulous week, everybody. Be living well and loving you with all of your awareness or not, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?